0: Let me just say, I can't believe there's an asshole out there with an ego so big that he thinks a couple thousand Twitter followers is going to get him a podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh, uh-huh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook it raw with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to rawl. Uh-huh. What the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more So for one last time, nigga, make some noise Welcome everybody to the Let Me Just Say podcast I'm your host, Jesse Also known as Dodgers underscore Blues On Twitter.com um, So, how's everybody doing? I don't really know what I'm doing here, so I'm going to need y'all to strap in and just hang with me. And by y'all, I mean the probably six or seven people that are even going to listen to this. You know, I thought to myself, are you really going to try and do a podcast? I mean, a few people have said that you know, you have funny shit to say, and you're a relatable dude, but does anybody really give a fuck? And you know what? I came to the conclusion, it doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. Because I don't care if one person listens to this, or if a hundred people listen to it. It's it's sort of therapeutic for me to get on here and talk and just bullshit and um, and and you know, tell you about my passions and and shit that's going on in my life and trending topics in the world. I think all that. It's it's just a release for me. So, ultimately, I hope that some of you guys can can kind of you know relate to some of the things I'm saying or enjoy some of the you know some of the shit that I say or laugh at some of the stories that I tell or, or, um, you know, when I'm bitching about stuff or my sports teams or, or whatever we are talking about in this podcast, I'm not going to really, it's going to be, you know, we're going to do a lot of Dodgers talk on here. Obviously I'm a Dodgers fan and and that's how a lot of you guys know me as, but I also just want to talk about other shit. I want to talk about just relatable content, you know Like, I'm gonna go on rants I'm gonna bitch about stuff um, You might be like, damn, he complains a lot But you know what, at the end of the rant You're gonna be like, fuck, he was right about that Um. So I guess just Thanks for listening this far um, If you still are um, And You know Just Just I'm excited for this, to be honest with you. I'm 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 looking forward to spending a little bit of time each week talking to you guys about shit that crosses across, uh, that runs through my crazy ass brain. Um, and you know, I just hope you can some of you can enjoy it. So, um, let me start with uh, this episode is gonna be. I don't know, probably the hardest one I'll have to do Because in all reality, it's just me talking about myself Because, you know, a lot of you probably only know a little bit about me So most of you only know a little bit about me Um, So where am I from? Um, I I grew up actually in in Pennsylvania um, Northeast Pennsylvania to be exact Um, And well, why, Jesse, aren't you a Phillies fan? Well, you know i I never been the guy who, well, I guess because of who my my teams are, would say, and but even if I wasn't a fan of these teams, I, I don't care what city you live in. You can live in South Dakota and be a Dodgers fan, or you can live in Memphis and, I don't know, root for the goddamn Nationals. I don't care. Just root for whoever you want to root for. As long as you just ride strong with that team, yeah, you heard me. Stick with one. Um. So, uh, yeah, I'm a Dodgers fan because of my brother, my older brother. But we'll get in. We'll get into that. Um, you know, when I when I talk about him for a little bit here. Um, so yeah, grew up in Pennsylvania. Um, had some great parents. Um, my dad was a Both my parents, my family is, you know, middle class to a little bit below middle class. Um, I don't, I don't know if there's a definition like that, but, you know, I, you know, it just, I got some of the things I wanted and I didn't get everything that I wanted as a kid. Um, We didn't do a ton of vacations Um, growing up. I, we didn't, we weren't afforded that much. You know, we lived okay, but um, you know, we weren't hitting the beach every summer. Um, but I got a lot of the other things that I wanted in in place of that. So anyway, um, but both really hardworking people. My my father was a heavy machine operator for his whole life, very talented. And my mom worked as a secretary for an optometrist for most of her uh, career. She's now retired. Um they were loving parents. Um, I learned a lot from both of them. Um, I'm I guess what would you say uh, a mama's boy as most sons are but um, I learned a lot from my dad as well. Um, I have two um, a brother and a sister. They both have about um, an eight to ten year gap on me in terms of age being being older my mom was once married previous to my, her marriage to my father, um, so I'm the baby of the family, and, and that might, that might speak volumes for, um, some of y'all who know me a little bit more intimately than others, um, or, well, my personality shines through pretty bright on some of my tweets regardless, I think, so any of you guys who are tuning in from Twitter, you, uh, that might explain a little bit. Uh, growing up, sports, huge passion of mine. You know, it's obvious, you know, <laughs> that's one of the major things that I that I love. You know, it's what I talk about a good portion of the day on Twitter. It's how a lot of you guys know me is sports-based. So um, I played it growing up throughout. All my childhood, that's what we did, you know It was pre-computers, and I'm that guy You know, we actually still had to play outside Which I I assume everybody tuning into this Played outside, you know Um, So I don't even know why I'm saying that But, um So, how I became a Dodgers fan Um, so, like I said I have an, an older brother And, um He was a Dodgers fan, you know Um, He just got a couple years on me. And like I said, and he grew up when, you know, the Dodgers were starting to become a successful franchise. And as a kid, you gravitate towards success a lot. And I'm not going to call that a bandwagon because you, you know, you're, you're a child. So, um, he became a Dodgers fan and, um, you know, I, that's where my fandom came from, you know, as looking up to my older brother when I was growing up and, um, became a fan of that team so um and yeah it it was um it was weird growing up on the east coast not weird but I obviously didn't get to see a lot of Dodgers games ever um you know I'm old enough to remember when ESPN just started um so I could see highlights you know but for the most part I grew up watching the Dodgers like in a newspaper box score you know so um which and some of you might as well you know but um and we'll get into a little bit more of that later, but let me let me talk more a little bit about who I am and what made me who I am today. I guess. Um, <clears throat> so as a kid, I was a little over the map, you know. Um, I wasn't a bad kid, but I wasn't a great kid. Um, you know, I kind of walked that thin line. Um, I didn't get the greatest grades in school. I didn't get the worst grades in school, you know. I just, um, I, I got by, um, but you know, when it came to sports, I I gave it my all, you know, and that might sound strange and I don't know, but you know, if you'd like to call me a jock, you could, I guess, but I never just fit that category. I've always been able to adapt, um, outside of outside of just that lane, I guess. Um, but I, I loved sports and, and I'm, I worked hard at them and, um, I gave them my all, you know, and my coaches saw that. And that's what I think my leaders now see in me is I'm, I'm a hard worker. I'm, I'm willing to, um, I don't know. This sounds weird talking about myself, but, um, Anyway, what else? Um, I dealt with a lot of anger issues as a teenager and in my early 20s. um, A lot of anxiety. Um, I know I kind of just skipped a good portion of my life, but I'm trying to just paint a broad picture of who I am. Um, And I don't say anger like... And you know... I don't say anger like I hated my life and I was an angry child or an angry teen, because um, I loved life growing up and I wish I could go back and do it all again like a lot of people do, um, and I do it the same way. But I mean anger by like, you know, I was a, I had a short few sometimes and sometimes that got me into trouble and by trouble I mean I be, you know, I've been in physical altercations multiple times, you know, Uh, I'm not proud of that by any means, but, um, anger and anxiety mixed together can, can be a pretty, pretty bad time. So, um, but I learned to deal with that kind of stuff and, and I'm not so angry nowadays. I'm angry like every adult working 50 hours a week, angry, like, When someone beeps their horn at me or doesn't use their blinker or, or, you know, whatever, which you'll hear a lot of my bitching on here. But that's the anger I am today in my early 20s. You know, I was quick to ask somebody to step outside. And like I said, that's not something I'm proud of, but it, like I'm just trying to paint a better picture of who I am. Um and who I am, you need to know what I was, or who I was, so, um, because I believe people can change, and and I know I have, so, um, anyway, so, grew up with hard-working parents, you know, just below middle class lifestyle, older brother, older sister, um, and kind of like, pretty basic life, you know, Um, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to, or or maybe some of you, or maybe none of you, but fast forward, normal 20s, um, I did a little bit of partying, Um, you know, I've dabbled in some things that I'm not proud to say, Um, but you know what, I wouldn't change it because experiences make a person, and I've had plenty of experiences, um, in 2008, that's when I moved to California, yes, I moved to California in the year that the housing market crashed, and the U.S. stock market was in the the fucking gutter, and I decided to move to California, um, I got to California, I got settled, um, I found employment pretty quickly. Um, I was I was a lucky one. Um, and, you know, I, I love it here. I love it in California. I wouldn't change anything that's happened in the past um, 11, almost 12 years uh, for anything. You know, uh, the cool thing about the move, you know, right before I moved to California, um, my Dodgers fandom kind of took a next step um, because of DirecTV's access to MLB games. That started shoot, I don't know, maybe 2006, 2005 ish. I, I don't, don't quote me on that. But ever since I was able to access, um, direct TV and access MOB extra innings, I've done it. Um, I, I've been a subscriber or, oh, and you know, and I could afford it. I was an adult enough to pay for the bill. Um, but in 2008, When I was actually able to move to California, I'd seen the Dodgers in back East before when they, when they'd come to Pennsylvania. So I'd seen them play live. I'm not making it sound like I never had seen the Dodgers play, um, or on television, you know, whatever, a, a nationally televised game finally is shown. Um, but in 2008, when I moved here, um, you know, my fandom got to go to a whole nother level and, and you can thank me for the good times. Everyone (laughs) pat myself on the back because you know, what was it? Pre 2006 ish. We were pretty garbage as a franchise still. Um, And again, don't call me on the dates. I'm not going to look them up, but everybody knows how trash we were in the early two thousands. Even the late nineties. But yeah, so I was able to actually, you know, I went to my first Dodgers game within, shoot, I think. I moved here in May of 2008, so the season had started. I, I, You know, I was, that's why I have such a fondness for Kershaw is because, you know, he was a rookie, and I had moved to California, and I was able to finally access Dodgers games in live and in person, and, um, you know, and the good times started rolling. So, um, you know, growing up, um, my other teams, I was a, um, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, and I, I root for the Sacramento Kings, um, I was, I was, I don't know, I, I love those sports as well, I don't really watch much NBA anymore, I loved NBA growing up, I loved Michael Jordan, um, I loved watching him, um, he, you know, I, it was, I was a Michael Jordan fan more than I was ever an NBA fan, to be honest with you, but, um, and then football, as I've always been passionate about them. But you know what? Sometimes when your franchise just you never really see them making any moves to improve themselves. And it's the same in, same out every year. And, you know, you watch two of the greatest position players of all time come and go and nothing comes out of it. You lose a little bit of love. And maybe it's because the Dodgers we just have gone this next level and have put a product together for – shoot the last 10 years um that's been competitive um that my passion has shifted and my focus and maybe it's because I've become more of an adult I don't know you know baseball is everybody wants the kids to watch but I can understand why eight-year-olds don't want to sit and watch a four-hour baseball game because sometimes it's slow sometimes the pace is tough um but in the last 12 years, my fandom has has gone next level, and I don't know if you're going to fuck with me because I said that, or if that sounds like a bandwagon, but, I mean, let's be transparent. When your team is better, or when your team is actually, you know, competitive, the passion level goes up for everybody. I'm not a bandwagon fan. I've been a Dodgers fan for my whole life, but as, as your team puts a better product on the field, you feel more relatable to the team and you feel like your passion can be a little bit more than the same shit every year in, out, in, out. So anyway, um, I moved to California in 2008. Um, and I've been to a ton of games since. And, um, I mean, I love it here. I love California. Um, it was cool too moving to California because um, I was able to just meet new people and kind of like um, it was a weird feeling to to have like a fresh start kind of um, and I don't want to make it sound like my life was bad I mean you know I, I'm not escaping like a jail sentence I'm not uh, I didn't commit a murder but. I was able to meet new people, and they had nothing to base me on. You know, they had they hadn't known me all my whole life, like people in my past or whatever. You know, it was it was a blank slate. I don't know. That sounds strange because it sounds like I'm hiding something, but I was. It's not what I mean. It just means like there's no preset notion on who you are from anything, you know, where you're from. Like they had no idea. I was like, I'm from Pennsylvania. They don't know anything about Pennsylvania. Um, I know I'm rambling about that, but it was cool. It was cool to move to California and meet new people and just build new relationships from scratch. So, um, so some other things about me, um, since moving to California, I've, I, I I got my first Actual pet of mine, my own, I guess Um, you know, I had pets growing up Maybe we had dogs, I'm a big dog guy A lot of you know that about me And The others that don't, I'm a big dog guy Um, I got my first two dogs Within like a month of each other Moving to California, you know Um, I got a dog And I did the, well, my dog Needs a friend, so Um And my current situation Is, well Let me rewind that, um We, I should say we I was in a relationship at the time And I'm not going to get into my relationship statuses And all that bullshit Because none of that matters Um, But We also added a third dog down the road um, Basically because uh, A mutual friend Had a situation where Puppies needed some help And I'm a sucker So anyway, three dogs um, At one point in my life So yeah, I was the crazy dog guy, I guess, um, anyway, um, one of my dogs, Lola, she passed away, in, um, in February of this year, and, uh, that was one of the hardest moments of my life, and I'll I'll tell you about the, the other one of those here in a minute, but, um, I guess I should have started with him, but, Started talking about my dog So um, Yeah it was a cancerous tumor That you know was inoperable And she was really my best friend Out of all three dogs And I know that's weird to say Because it's like well, how can you separate Well I love them all But she was just You know she spent her life And sleeping in between my legs You know a small um, sharpei mix She probably weighed 50 pounds, um, so she literally slept for 90% of her life directly in, my, in between my legs, so, um, just kind of my best friend, you know, and, and call it what you will, but, um, she passed away in February, um, and a month before that, I actually lost my father to what's called Louie Bodies the Disease, and I, that might be a weird transition to go to from talking about putting my dog to sleep to losing my father, but, um, he actually passed away the month before and he'd been sick for many years and probably roughly about three years. Um, And he'd been, you know, basically, if you don't know what Lewy body's disease is, and I'm not going to get too deep. If you want to Google it, you can. If not, you know, it is what it is, but it basically destroys your brain and your body. So my mom spent the last few years of his life Basically, being his caretaker, you know, he was a Vietnam veteran. Um, who knows if that had any part in what happened to him? I'm sure some of the shit that went down, and anybody who's familiar with veterans from the Vietnam War or veterans in general, um, but veterans of that war, the the chemicals that were used on the jungles. Were obviously poured on top of the soldiers as well. And, uh, you know, so long story short, um, you know, she, she took care of him for the last few years of her life. And, and, you know, I don't know too many, much too many more stronger women than my mom. You know, she spent three years, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. She remodeled, remodeled our childhood home, our childhood, my childhood home, Um, So there was handicap accessible so that she could get him in the shower um, around the house, you know, whatever the case like he was immobile for the most part. You know, he could at the beginning feed himself a little bit, but it came down to, you know, she was doing most of this stuff. Um, And my dad's not a small guy, you know, know, we're 200 pounds plus, um, you know, six foot and uh, here's my mom little five foot four you know trying to trying to get my dad around so it was tough um and those last few years and I'm obviously three thousand miles away in Pennsylvania and I wasn't able to really help my mom out you know every summer I go home for about a week just to see her because I'm still a mama's boy and I know she misses me um so you know I try to afford her that much you know I just Hop a ticket home and spend the week With some of my childhood friends And then you know My, fam- my family obviously So yeah my mom was a soldier And, and she took care of my dad And, and he passed away um, In January of this year um, So it's been a It's been a Shitty 2019 I guess You could say um, In terms of death Um But what doesn't kill you, right? Um what else do I have? I'm trying to bring us back up out of this doom and gloom right now. But uh um so yeah, this podcast, man, I, I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to do it. You know, I'm I'm hoping that I can find some funny shit to talk about. I'm hoping that you guys will find my rants funny when I'm going off the chain talking about how much I hate something. You might hear hate a lot in this show, and and I know sometimes that can get old, and 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 you know. But I, I you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant on here, and I'm gonna talk about the Dodgers, and I'm gonna talk about sports in general, and I'm gonna talk about trending topics, and I'm gonna talk about baseball, um, and I'm gonna talk about Twitter. I, I love fucking Twitter, and um, I'm gonna talk about just about anything, man. Just relatable shit, and. You know, tune in for 10 minutes of it. And if it starts getting boring, turn my ass off. And if you enjoy listening to me, then thank you. Um, But that's just a little bit about me. And I I know it was a quick, broad stroke, um, (laughs) quick as I stare at the clock says 26 minutes. I still can't believe if you guys are still tuned in that you listen to me ramble for 26 minutes. Um, But thank you and um and um i hope we can, i hope i have some fun i hope i hope you guys stay tuned in and um we can have a good time cuz i i uh i love my twitter family that's weird to say you know what here's another thing about me i've always been a man of the internet you know like since day 1 i was on forums and any of you guys that know about forums like all the earliest forms of talking to people online. It's something that, I don't know, I, I I can do it easier than talking to somebody in person. And maybe that's a little bit of my anxiety. Um, I hate having awkward ass conversations with strangers. Um, and I say that as after I, you know, set up a Dodgers Twitter meetup, but I feel like you guys weren't strangers because I spend every single day talking to you guys. Most, some of you more than I talk to in real life, air quotations, um, friends. So, um, and I've always been like that. I've always been on the internet. It's since AOL days, you know, since then I've been on, I've been on the internet, Uh, uh, you know, ASL, um, AIM, all that shit. I loved it. Feed it to me Um I grew up with the internet You know I saw it be born I saw it grow Shit I remember when it took A minute and a half For just a picture to load On the screen On your computer But um I love Twitter I love the interactions It It trumps any Fucking Social media platform than you get out Instagram No way I, Yeah I don't care. Yeah, I have an Instagram. Yeah, I like your picture, but yeah, I'll throw up some stupid Instagram stories. But Twitter is just it—it it feeds my brain. Uh, just it gives me a more complete di- diet of the brain. Instagram lets me see, you know, pictures of the Dodger Stadium and and whatever else. Instagram models. But um uh, Twitter, man, the back and forth the interaction, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I you can delete everything. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. I don't know what else there is. Delete it all. Just just leave me Twitter. It's all I need. Um, but yeah, that was that was a quick broad stroke of who I am and I don't know, why I am, I guess. And um, thanks for listening and stay tuned. I'm going to try and do these once a week. I don't know. It, it's, it's, um, I still feel arrogant and egotistical to think that anybody in their right mind would listen to 30 minutes of me just bullshitting. And you might not. So <laughs> I should probably be prepared for that. But um, it'll be an ego check, you know. Um, I think I'm a funny dude. And I think some of y'all listen. And I'd love for some of y'all to come on here. That'd be great. Anybody that's willing to do that, you're in. We can bullshit about whatever you want. I don't care what we talk about. You bring the topics, I'll bring the takes. And we're sitting at about thirty minutes right now. So, this first podcast, I just wanted to be an introduction into a little bit about me. And uh, can you hear the sirens outside? I imagine you can. Um, the block's hot right now, so I apologize for that. I'm not. I'm not going to edit this out. Um, I hope whoever's in the ambulance is okay, though. So'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep these around 45 minutes to an hour every week maybe less depending on the topics and um, we'll go from there but um that's a little bit about me I appreciate you guys listening I love y'all and until next time.